Thank you for listening to the official podcast of Live Church Orlando, where we encourage you to live your life His way. For more information about Live Church and other resources, please visit livechurchorlando.com. We're talking about the secret place tonight, right? And it's okay to have remorse. And my wife was ministering this to me this this week, and she was saying a lot of people, um, and you don't have to have it, but a lot of people shun remorse because they associate it because it's so close to guilt. God doesn't want us to carry or harness shame or guilt, but remorse for how we've lived and remorse for the Bible says when we sin, we crucify him afresh. So remorse for indulging in pleasures that don't please him. It's not just that God is pleased. It's that it's the reason for his suffering. Did did y'all get that? So there's another level when you consider Christ and the sufferings. Because we're going to start with I'm not ashamed of the gospel. That's the first scripture. We're just going to review for a little bit. All right. So we're not ashamed of the gospel. The gospel of Jesus Christ is that he died for our sins. So not only is God not pleased with sins, but it's the reason why he suffered to that degree. Are you understand what I'm saying? So not pleasing somebody and hurting them are two different things. You understand what I'm saying? So if you love who you hurt, there's a sense of remorse there. Because I not, I was just selfish in the moment. I was just, I just was, I went too far with the DMs, God, that's me. I went too far with the text messages. I went, I went too far with the Netflix and chill. That I didn't, I didn't think about hurting you. But once you realize that's in fact what happened, there should be a sense of, oh, because that'll keep you from it. Uh-oh. Who will continue to hurt who you really love? I'm preaching to myself. It's a big mirror up here, all right? Who, who will continue to deliberately hurt who you really love? It's not just he's not pleased. It's not just, oh, the blood covers that. No. We were the cause of the stripes. We can look at the Roman soldiers. I can't believe they put a crown of thorns on his head. That's because of us, though. Oh, oh, okay. I can't believe they pierced him in his side. It wouldn't have happened had we not sinned. <laughs> So when we consider the sufferings of Christ, there should be a sense of remorse in there. I can't believe I did did that to the one I claim I love. Okay. Not guilt. But in the arena of conviction should be a sense of remorse. One of the descriptions of remorse is guilt and shame. I'm not trying to really go in that realm because it's a real thin line you can slip into so don't go into condemning yourselves don't do that y'all don't do that to yourself but just receive what I'm saying tonight y'all got it there's something in us that should feel I don't want to say bad but bad that we hurt because that helps keep us out of a certain lifestyle if you don't feel bad about something wrong you're going to do it again easily But part of the things that keeps us out of the pool of sin is remembering what it did to Christ. Now, if you don't believe in Jesus, then you don't believe anything I'm saying. But if you can, if you can think over your life and say, you know what, one of them stripes was mine. 
Y'all quiet over here. I got Ooh, yeah, 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 yeah. You feel what I'm saying? One of them, one of them, one of them stripes is mine. One of them punches was because of me. One of those thorns was because of me. One of that, one of that was because of what I did. So in that should be a sense of remorse or like, oh, I don't ever want to hurt him like that again. Because it's kind of hard to say I'm never going to do that again because you enjoyed it. This is good already. Yeah, he said, I would would rather be a doorkeeper in the house of God than to enjoy the pleasures of sin for a season. Did you hear that? Enjoy and pleasures was in the category of sin. So what will make us stop doing what's pleasing and that we enjoy in our natural flesh? Remembering the gospel. Remembering what Jesus did. Remembering that he suffered to save us. See, if you don't listen, they turn it up. <laughs> I guess that's my cue to move to the next point. I'm just flowing tonight. We're just going to flow for a little while. Y'all all right? Um, go ahead, my love. Go ahead. Grab that. You want me to sit over here with you? You sure? Hello. So um, with that being said, I like to give the practical side of things, too. Um, Even in the court of law, um, they can tell if a person is basically a useful person on earth. Like, just say, like a serial killer. Um, They they talk to the serial killer, and the serial killer has no remorse of anything that he did. So they're saying that the serial killer just don't understand something. It's something that they don't believe. And so they consider this person useless. They don't even put these type of people without remorse in a regular prison. Because even regular people, no matter how bad you are, you still know that it's wrong and you can feel when you do wrong. But if you can't feel that, you know, we question your whole belief system. So I know people who just sin, 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 and has no remorse for it because they call it grace. And it's like, no, grace is not to excuse your sin. It's to give you time to not do it again. And so when you, yeah, exactly. So I, I, don't, I don't like that when people are always quick to shun them feeling bad. They call that condemnation or, or guilt. I, no, it's no guilt. It's, it's, it's all grace, and it's like, but we have emotions and feelings for a reason to stay away from something. Again, if you have no remorse, you don't believe something. You don't believe something. Not saying you got to feel bad all day, but it should be a moment of like, wow, okay, I knew I shouldn't have did that, and I did, and I did it. And it's like, man, I don't care if it takes you to, a day to get over it. You should feel something. Some type of something, because like he said, you're, you're going to do it again. But your flesh needs to know that that's not always pleasurable. And so that's, it's teaching your flesh a certain thing. So that's it. Perspective can shift pleasures. You can love a hot dog until you see how it's made. It got quiet to my left, so let me talk to y'all. I loved it and I enjoyed it until I realized the details of what I was consuming. Now perspectives shift my pleasures. I used to love it, but now because I know a little bit more about it, I hate it. And that's what God is trying to do with us with sins. If you keep looking at it from your perspective, you're going to continue to enjoy it. Look what it's made out of. Look where sin came from. Look who originated. Look, look how it happened. Look, the, look, look at the fact that it's meant to keep you under. 
Just under, 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 period. Your, your, your head and not the tail, but not if you're in sin. It keeps you under the higher level of thinking, the higher level you should be living in. So God is trying to, that's why he says you're transformed by the renewing of your mind. Let this mind be in you, which was also in Christ Jesus. Let me give you my perspective on your lifestyle. And the more you get God's perspective on your lifestyle, the more your pleasures will change from what pleases you only to what pleases him. My wife is trying to turn the whole house into a, a vegan, a, a vegetable house. We got rice milk. What is rice milk? I'm like, do you just squeeze rices? Yeah, rices. Do you squeeze rices and get milk out of it? She tried to change the whole, because she done saw, what's that thing on Netflix? What the health? She done saw every conspiracy theorist, and it's like, you know what, this food that the government is, I'm like, all right, babe, can you just, can I have a, a wing, one wing, my last wing? This is my last one. Just one more wing and I'm done, I promise. I still enjoy it because I haven't been exposed to all that. I didn't get the mind of the conspiracists. You understand what I'm saying? So I still enjoy in something that could be damaging me. Because I haven't, in all my getting, got understanding. Most of us refuse to get God's mind on our sins. Because we know we're going to have to change it. Look at your neighbor and say, you already know. That's why, I, I, we, we, that's why we, when we preach Lent, Lent for life, during the Lent season, it's so funny that during Lent season, if you don't know what Lent is, this is when they put the little ash cross on, you know, a couple, couple weeks before Easter. Everybody go on a fast. I'm not drinking. I'm not smoking. I'm not doing no drugs. I'm not having sex. No, man. It's Lent. So during Lent season, they live how they know they're supposed to all year. High fives on the front real quick. You too, you too, you too, you too. My people, all right. How you know to bring it in for a season? Because you really know every season. It's quiet. It's okay. It's okay. That's funny to me. Like you already know what you got to give up for Lent. Because you know you shouldn't have it for life. But we stay away from it because we enjoy it too much. You hear the we's? We enjoy it too much. Yeah, yeah. We stay away from it from God's perspective because we enjoy it. This is why people don't come to church. It ain't because the usher was mad. It ain't because the, the ushers was mean. You find any excuse not to engage a God who's going to check your lifestyle. And it's quiet, but it's not. That's what I'm talking about. We, we find any excuse. That's what the, that's what this, the scripture is saying. I ain't going to just follow that. I guess, I guess I'll just flow. We're just flowing, right? Yeah. And we know this is true. Everybody knows it's true because we already know. We already know in our secret place what's true. But we suppress it, the Bible says. Let's go really quick. Let's just go through it. We should know it. But I ain't going to go through it. Just I'm going to talk and then you just follow me. 
We're not ashamed of the gospel. We know that. But we got to start with that. Because we go from faith to faith. We're going from faith to faith. I believe that my sins are covered. How many of y'all believe that your sins are covered by the blood? Or actually are thrown, as cast away as far as the east is from the west. How many of y'all believe that God did away with sin in the body of Jesus Christ? That's a good praise moment. Thank you. Yep. So it's weird to believe that, but not believe you have any sins. It's weird to believe that he died for my sins, but the way I live is not wrong. It's weird. What did he die for? Because I used to cuss. I stopped cussing now. That's it? Just cussing? Nah, that's too much blood for a cusser. Y'all quiet. Look at somebody say, nah, that's too much. Way too much blood just because you sleep around a little bit. Nah. If it's just a cusser, just cut Jesus' tongue out. Why you got to do all that? So you got to do some introspective searching and check yourself. Like, yo, if Jesus went through all that because of my sins, how am I living? How am I thinking that could be against his way? Just think about it. I ain't trying to condemn nobody tonight. But just think about it. So we're not ashamed of the gospel because we go from faith to faith and glory to glory, right? We believe it. Glory to glory, faith to faith. The righteousness of God is revealed. The just shall live by, somebody say faith. Faith. Not the empty idea that God, no, I know for a surety. It's something that's thought out. All right? I always say, I live, bring your brain to church. We don't want God in our thought process because we know our thoughts. But the Bible says to love the Lord your God with all your heart, strength, soul, and mind. That's the craziest one. Love God with all your mind because everything else could be kind of like emotional or like your soul, your strength. I'm passionate or, or, or you know what I mean, your, your heart. But your mind is like you'll think about this. It's very intellectual. It makes sense to love God with all your mind. But that's the one place we keep God out of. We want God to stay out of our mind. And he knows my heart. He knows my heart. He does know your heart. But what you don't know is he knows your mind too. Uh-oh. He knows it. He knows it. The classic trick. Oh, oh never mind. This is why I stay on my notes. Because when I. The, the classic uh, how, do, how do you do this? 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 How do you want me to do this? How do you want me to do this? Okay, so, all right, the classic deception is this, right? You shall have whatsoever you say. One scripture says that death and life is in the power of the tongue. So the enemy would love for you to complain, cuss, worry, stress with your mouth because your words shape what surrounds you. I'm so sick of him. He get on my nerves. He always comes down there. And guess who you're going to be in a relationship with two years from now? Him. <laughs> you're building your room with him, with his complaints of him as the wallpaper. You should be talking about change. I can't wait to have somebody who really loves me. I can't wait to have. Y'all quiet for some reason. Stop talking facts and start talking future. 
Look at your neighbor and say, start talking future. I know what you see. I know what you feel. I know what might be a fact today, but there's a future because he knows the plans. Y'all quiet? Look at your neighbor and say, only future talk. Y'all trying to keep it real and just speak the facts. Speak the faith. I said, speak the faith. Things are not how I like it right now, but I believe. You shall have whatever you say. Your words, it's shaping your friendships. Your words are shaping your relationships. Your words are shaping your career and your money. Your words. So whatever's on your, whatever you're exposed to, I say it all the time. Whatever you're exposed to is on your mind. Right? Right now you're looking at me. Why is he acting stupid? That's on your mind. I'm making you think about it because I'm exposing you to somebody acting dumb on stage. You can't help but think about what you're exposed to. When that noise came up, ah! you was like, you thought about what's that? What is that? Well, oh, that's the sound. Your mind went to what you were exposed to. If it stays on your mind long enough, it goes to the meditation of your heart. I'm about to go. And in your heart is where you converse about what you believe or not. (laughs) Then the Bible says, I'm going to skip it. I'm coming back. Out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. Out of the abundance of the heart. So if I can fill your mind with culture, then I'll fill your heart with culture. And I'll fill your words with culture, which will fill your life with, oh, y'all. If I fill your mind with perversion, then I fill your heart with perversion. And then I fill your mouth with what you're doing tonight. And then I fill your life with perversion. Oh, it's getting quieter. I like that. But it starts by what you're exposed to. We're believers and we expose ourselves to any and everything because we think we're big and bad enough. To handle it. And we're being deceived. We're filling our minds with so many ungodly things. We fill our hearts with it. And then it comes out of our mouths. Whoa, let's talk about it. This is a good. Yes. That's why this is where the power is. Whenever you want to say something, this is our sermon. Come on. Don't act like you don't talk to me at home. <laughs> What's it? So if I can change how it starts, you don't ever start with just sleeping with somebody. For me, it was pornography. I ain't bothering nobody. Ain't nobody affected by it. Ain't nobody hurt. But I was being damaged. Did y'all hear what I said? I, I, I was being exposed to perversion. Consistent perversion. But I was saved and I thought this is the lesser of the evils because I'm not cheating on my wife. It's quiet. So we settle for lesser evils in our heart because we've been exposed to so much perversion in our minds. So if you're consistently exposed to ungodly things, then you compromise in your heart. 
You make sense out of sin in your heart. Because your mind is so arrested by what we've been exposed to, you have to perform it, but you're saved, so you find ways to sin, the Bible says. The Bible says this. I'm about to go to it. We, we, we find ways to do it. But that's the noetic effects of sin, as we've been talking about. The noetic effects of sin is the damage done to the mind after the fall of man. Thank you, son. Bless your son. Bless your son. It's funny how everybody in the church is a son or daughter. Bless your daughter. Bless your son. But y'all understand what I'm saying? So the Lord, because of the damage done, because of the fall of man, I now am living in a, in a, in a under, a lower level thinking, a carnal state where I compromise the word to fit my cravings. Instead of changing my cravings, to fit the word. Woo! We're trying to tailor make the word for us. God is trying to tailor make us for the word. So let him cut you. Let him poke you. Let him stretch you. Hallelujah. He's trying to make you into the likeness of his dear son. Does anybody in the room want to be like Jesus? It's written that the just shall live by faith. Tell somebody you already know. Faith. I believe in Jesus. I believe it. I got it. Oh, but here we go. The next verse. Let's talk about it. I know we talked about it this the fourth week. If you've been in every service, if you only come on Wednesday, this is your second one. The wrath of God is revealed from heaven against all godlessness and wickedness of people who suppress the truth by their wickedness. That's what I want to talk about for a second. And I know I always talk about it, but this is so good. Because of your wicked heart under the old fallen nature. So this should not be talking to the believers. But it could. That's why I want to bring it up so we can be careful and examine ourselves. But not to condemn you. So don't get all quiet. Y'all still with me? This is still the good news. It's still the gospel. All right? You want somebody to tell you if you're going down the wrong street. Like, uh-uh, that's the wrong one, girl. That's the... You want somebody to tell you that. You don't feel condemned when somebody says you're going in the wrong direction. You're like, oh, my God, thank you, girl. Turn, turn right here. Thank you, girl. I can't believe we was going down the wrong. That's how the word of God is. So if he steps on your toes, say thank you, Jesus. God's wrath. First of all, this is what I love. Woo. Woo. God is not scared of hell. We're going to talk about this Sunday. I'm trying to hold it. That's why I like going by my notes. But Psalms 139 says, if I make my bed in heaven, you're there. If I make my bed in hell, he doesn't enjoy hell, but hell is an expression of his wrath. It's an extension of him. That's for people who is on God's bad side. I'm not scared when I get angry. I don't like to get angry. But I'm not scared of myself. No, go get in the house. You should have. I told you. No, I told you three o'clock. Go sit down and don't do nothing. I don't like being in wrath. But I'm not scared of it. Hell is God's wrath. 
It's an expression of his indignation against unrighteousness and wickedness. But not pure wickedness. And I didn't know God didn't know. No, you suppress the truth. You suppress the truth by your, we want to be so ratchet that when we hear righteous, we, <laughs> you ever play a game, you ever play a, hey, pops, I'm sorry, y'all, my spiritual father is here, I didn't even realize he was here tonight, Pastor Ken Robinson and Lady Linyar Robinson, they in the building, can we honor this man of God, please, pop, I love you, man. told me tomorrow we hang it out. Woo! If it had not been for this man of God, I would not be here tonight. I'm telling y'all now. So you might as well clap just a little bit harder. Woo! Principles this man has taught me has changed our whole life for the rest of our lives. It's so good to see you tonight, Pops. What was I saying? Have you ever played a game? <laughs> Xbox 2K. <laughs> I know what to get you for Christmas. You playing a game, right? And somebody come in. My kids. I'm like, oh, come on. LeBron missed another shot. Come, come on, LeBron. <laughs> come on. I can't wait to play with Zion. So come on. So come on, right? I'm playing the game, playing the game, playing the game. Dad! Dad! Dad, could you? Dad, I need to go to the store. No, 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 no. Then later on. Why didn't you do the school project? I told you I had to go to the store, but I, it's like I suppressed it because I was so focused on what I wanted to do. It's not that God is not speaking. We are so focused and set on our own desires that if his word don't line up with what we want, we mute him. No, y'all not... Tell your friend, stop muting God. Whoa, this is good. I remember, I say the testimony all the time. I remember we was believing God for a new house and we was in a little apartment. I said, God, bless us with a house. He was like, clean the house. I was like, mm -mm. bless us with a house, God. Clean it. The devil, get under my feet now. Get under my feet, devil. I'm praying to God for a new level. So you're talking about clean. Lord, Lord, God, hello. Bless us with a new house. I'm looking online. We're looking weeks and weeks and weeks. Clean the house, clean the house, clean the house, clean the house. I don't know who that is telling me to clean this house, but I rebuke every foul spirit in New Jersey. Not just my house, in Jersey. It was him the whole time saying, if you can't clean this, Why would I give you a mansion to pollute? Because blessings are not going to make you responsible. You're either responsible. I got to get out of here. A husband ain't going to make you stop sleeping around. A wife ain't going to make you. You're either faithful.
This is gooder than I thought. But we suppress it. Because if our desires are stronger than pleasing him. You suppress the truth by your wickedness. Because what may be known of God is plain. You can read that. you you got to be suppressing the truth because I make myself plainly known. It's plain. It's, it's, y'all, it's hard to, you got to try to miss heaven. It's so hard to miss heaven. It don't make no sense. You got to not want him at all. He made it clear since the creation of the world, the invisible, I say it all the time, the rivers, the streams, the trees, you know God, tell your neighbor, you know he real. Tell somebody else, you already know. He's made it clearly seen so that people are without excuse. Again, this is our fourth week talking on it. If you're sick of hearing it, good. That means you got it. That means you can get up here and preach it yourself. That's how I want it. Because I'm repeating it. Yes, I am repeating it. We are without excuse. I'm about to say something. I'm about to just say a little something. I'm teasing what's next, that I'm going to come back to this. God knows how. Oh, this is going to be so good if you get it. God knows how to communicate with everything created. He could tell a whale, or mouth, or mouth, or mouth. Jonah coming in, or mouth. Tell a whale or mouth. I got my servant coming. I need you to hold him for a minute. He created it. He knows, he knows where the ears are in waves. Peace, be still. Y'all quiet. Y'all don't even know where I'm at. He knows how to communicate with everything he created. He told an ass to talk to the prophet. Y'all, okay, y'all ain't with me yet. Y'all ain't, he knows. So you're without excuse. I know how to talk to you. Mentally disabled. We might not know how to communicate, but. What if they're in the southern parts of Indonesia and they can't. God know how to talk to deaf people. It's quiet for some strange reason. He knows how to communicate with blind people. Anything created that has life, an ant, a bug, a bird. He told the ravens, come on, y'all, to feed Elijah. And the same God told the widow to feed him. He knows how to talk to both. I got to get out of here, man. So we're without excuse. You might not have heard from a preacher, but he's talking to you. You ain't never been to church, but he's talking to you. Look at your neighbor and say, he's talking to you right now. I feel the Holy Ghost in here. Nobody is out of reach from the voice of God. He cursed the fig tree. He knows how to come. Y'all not with me yet. He can communicate. The Bible says Jesus came to the tree. The Bible says he answered and said. 
Do you hear what I just said? Read your Bible. You ain't got to take my word for it. Before he cursed the fig tree, the Bible says, and Jesus answered the tree. Look at your neighbor and say, the tree says something. This is too deep for him, babe. I knew I should have stopped. <laughs> Sit down. We're going to get into it. Woo, this is good. This is good. The tree says something. Just because you don't know how to communicate. Don't mean God don't know how to communicate. They was like, what manner of man is this? That the winds and the seas obey him. He knows how to communicate. To everything, so you're without excuse. You're without excuse. I don't care what the doctors, what they said about, I, he knows. If it's alive, God can speak to it. Y'all not hearing me tonight for some reason. If it's alive. He said, y'all can be quiet if you want. These rocks, I'm about to leave. These rocks will cry out if you be quiet. Look at your neighbor say, ain't no rock going to take my place. Prove it to me. Shout right now. Shout. How? How? Oh, yeah. The thug in the street, the hip-hop artist, the atheist, he knows how to communicate to any and everything alive. So that people are without excuse. We talked about a Sunday. We talked about that murderer that was killing Christians named Saul. Had a conversation with a friend today, and he was talking about, well, it wasn't, you know, it wasn't until Saul got converted that he realized, oh, my God, I was wrong. I can't believe I was killing the Christians. He turned his life around because Jesus, the light shined, and he was like, what was I doing? That's one perspective, but he knew. Look at your neighbor and say, he already knew. Because he said, why are you kicking against the pricks? How long? Huh. So people are without excuse. Let's keep going. Yeah, although they knew God, here we go. They neither glorified him as God nor gave thanks to him, but their thinking became futile and their foolish hearts were darkened. Let me keep reading. Although they claimed to be wise, they became fools and exchanged the glory of the immortal God to images made that look like man, birds, and reptiles. Hmm. So, nobody's born evil. Man, it's about to be. I'm sweating so hard because I'm just like, I hope they understand what I'm saying. Oh, I'm walking too much. I can't sit. I can't sit still. I feel so sorry for our cameraman. Give it up for our cameraman. They got to follow me and catch me and you know, all this stuff and make sure I look good. They got to make sure I'm in the light. You know what I'm saying? I'm dark skinned. You got to make sure I'm in. Nobody's born evil. You see in scripture that evil enters in. Evil enters in. He told, uh, he told Judas, whatever thou doest, do us quickly. And the devil entered him, the Bible says. Sin, evil entered into the world through the bite of Adam. It, it, it enters. We're not born that way. 
So, but we, we grow evil the more we suppress the truth we know. Are, are y'all hearing me? Because so, though they knew God, they knew. He's talking about the wicked. He said the ungodly and the wicked in the scripture before, they knew God. They had a sense. But they didn't glorify him. Neither did they acknowledge him, the Bible says. They didn't acknowledge what, he, what they knew. Because your acknowledgement of him will, uh, 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 what's the word? Maneuver your ways. If you acknowledge him before you do something, it'll take the steam You ever still went through with something you knew was wrong, but you didn't enjoy it like you thought you would? Because the more you acknowledge God, the more the pleasures of sin is not pleasurable. It's quiet for some reason. Thank you. Thank you. I, got, I thank you. It's impossible to say, Jesus, 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 I love you, and watch pornography. Something's going to lose oomph, either the God side or the flesh side. So you're thi- you become futile in your thinking. Means useless, unfruitful. So they became that way. You become futile. Nobody's born useless. But the more you suppress the truth you know, the more you don't acknowledge God in your thinking, the more you don't glorify him after he does it, you grow dark. And I want to say that for everybody who's celebrating the fact that you're not dark today. I ain't dark, so he ain't talking about me. Nobody starts dark. You grow. You have an opportunity with every opportunity to choose light or dark. So every time you choose something, you either grow dark or you grow wise. Every choice. There's no neutral decision. There's not a decision you make that does not affect you. The Bible says when we fornicate, you sin against your own body. The thing that feels the best to us does our body the worst. Y'all quiet. So you grow with every decision we make. We grow wise or grow dark. Ask your neighbor, how you growing? Come on, man. Yeah, gather or scatter. Every decision, not every thought. Not every thought. Not every thought. Every choice. Because you could be making a good choice in agony like Jesus did with the cross. But it wasn't his thoughts about it. It was his choice. Is anybody glad Jesus made the right choice? Ah! High five your neighbor and say make the right choice. I don't care what your thoughts are. You're supposed to battle in your mind. But just come out with victory. Come out with wisdom. Come out with power. Say it. You're supposed to fight in your mind, but you're supposed to win in your life. 
Look at your neighbor say, keep winning. Keep on winning. Keep on winning. They ain't got to know your thoughts. They ain't got to know what you struggle with. They ain't got to know what you wrestle with. Make the right choice. Make the right decision. Make the right move. can hate you every step of the way. I can't believe you about to ask for forgiveness. Look at you, you every step. Are you seriously about to ask for forgiveness? Your flesh can hate you every step of the way. But it ain't about what I feel. It's about what I believe. And I believe if I do it God's way, he'll bless me in the city. He'll bless me in the field. He'll bless me when I come. He'll bless me when I come. Sit down, y'all rushing me. I got 10 minutes. Tell your neighbor, do the right thing. I feel Spike Lee anointing in here. Tell your neighbor, do the right thing. Okay, let me finish this. Are y'all okay in the back? Y'all good? God bless you. Okay, make sure y'all good. Let me get this done. Eight minutes. <laughs> Woo! One more time, somebody shout hallelujah! Do not become futile. Do not become fools. Do not become darkened because eventually you will exchange his glory do y'all hear me you exchange the glory of the immortal God for images made to look like a mortal human being you begin to shift from giving glory to God to giving glory to created things because of the hostile heart of the natural man, the hostility against God, we'd rather celebrate his elements than him. Okay, okay. Uh, uh, I know people who love my songs and love my kids and love my wife, but, but don't love me. And I don't understand, how could you love my extensions and my expression but not love me? You understand what I'm saying? So now we exchange his glory and give glory to astrology. To glorify also means to prioritize. So we, we now prioritize the horoscopes. That's cool, y'all. To read, you know, Pisces season. <laughs> you calling out a season when, oh God. When the Bible says he shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of water who leaves will not 
So it's always your season when you plant it. Your leaves won't wither when you're planted by the river. You're choosing a lower level existence. The Bible does say he gives us stars for signs. But signs are never the destination. If you were driving to Disney tomorrow, you won't stop Disney five miles. You won't stop and take a picture by the sign. And just sit there and just start picnicking. It's crazy. This, this Disney sign is crazy. Where, wait, where do I? Where my, where my fruit snacks? Where, you ain't going to park at a sign. The stars direct you to the creator of them. <laughs> Look at your neighbor and say, stop stopping at the signs. created things it's not the creator but we don't want to engage the creator because we know we're gonna have to change morally so I'll stay away from the creator because he's gonna make me change this sign ain't making me change nothing if I go to Disney they're gonna check my bags they're gonna charge me it's gonna cost too much to enter in signs don't cost you but the presence does. Y'all quiet. Look at your neighbor and say, it's going to cost you. But go in anyway. Good God Almighty. Because in his presence is fullness of joy. And at his right hand are pleasures. High five your neighbor and say, go in, go in, go in, go in. Go into the presence of God. That don't go home. Bible says he made all men upright. I got to quit. He made everybody upright. But we look for many inventions. The next scripture, thank you so much. I found that God made all made men upright, but they have sought out many inventions. Another version says it like this, and I know I say it all the time, but I wanted you to get this. Next one. Thank you so much. One thing have I learned. God made people good, but people have found all kinds of ways to be bad. Because of that fallen nature, we seek ways to do wrong. And that's a fallen nature. Prove it. Your kids. Don't touch the cookie. They put it up there. So they, I'm, I'm sorry, Ma. I'm sorry, Ma. Bye-bye, Mommy. You know this is the same length. You find ways. You never saw your parents do it. They tall enough. Children will never find ways to be obedient. It's quiet in the church and it's okay. I heard a theologian say, stop trying that. Stop saying that. Let's get rid of the notion that sinners are really trying to, they're really trying to find God. He said, not only is it false, but the Bible says that uh, the sinful man does not seek God. It's too obvious. We say that sinners seek God. He said, said, you know, my neighbor said, you know, I'm seeking God. He made himself plain. How are you seeking him? 
What they're really seeking are the attributes that only God can give. Peace. Freedom from guilt. They're seeking the things only God can provide. So we say as believers, they're looking for God. No, they're not. They're looking for his hand and not his heart. Man, y'all, I got to get out of here. He's too obvious. God is not going to have men looking for him all like, like this. He longs, to, he longs to be in relationship with us. But we seek out many inventions, and the Bible says, I don't even want to go into all this because I want to go to the next. But anyway, because of all this, he abandons us. The Bible says he left us to our vile affections. Right? And we talked about this. You can just go through it really quickly, please. Thank you. Yeah. He abandoned them to their old ways. Right? So they worshiped and served the things God created instead of the creator himself. Next one. Let's keep going. So since they thought foolish to acknowledge God, acknowledge God, acknowledge God, acknowledge God in your thinking, in your thinking, in the place you really don't want him to be, but he's already there. If we can acknowledge God in our thought process, our decisions will be wiser and our lives better. God is not intimidated by your lust. He saw it before he said it's finished. It will be illegal for him to say it is finished unless he considered our wretched thoughts. He's not afraid. Most of us worship him in spirit, but not in truth. We're not honest with him. Ain't nothing worse than trying to fool somebody who already know. God is like, they praise me with their lips, but, but their heart is far from me. You tearing every church up. You singing. You running around. You, but you're not worshiping in truth. Look at your neighbor and say, keep it real. So God abandoned them to their foolish thinking and let them do what should never be done. So he, he didn't just leave them standing there. He, he let them to do. It's kind of like they were pressing to do something so badly that he didn't even abandon them. He just stepped out the way. Since you want to be so evil and so whatever i just step to the left i'm over my tire let me just close it with this keep going i'm not condemning anybody their lives became full became became in the absence of god all right this is god literally like stepping back but we were living as if he wasn't there anyway so we became full of every kind of wickedness sin greed hate Envy, murder, quarreling, deception, haters of God, insolent, proud, and boastful. They invented new ways of sinning. You got the new sin that ain't come out yet. Y'all got that 2022, John. You walking around with new sins. You know after you get high that first couple times, you need a greater high. Because the same high ain't going to do it. All right. So you got to invent new ways to, to stay excited about being wrong and to keep you from remorse. 
Because you already know. They refuse to understand. That's the worst thing on the list. I would rather sin, greed, and that. You refuse. If I cannot communicate with you, oh, my gosh, and you, just, you are just set on misunderstanding me, that is the worst. Do you understand? It's the what? It's the what? You don't want to understand me. I, I know, I know I messed up. I know, I know it's my fault. You're right, you're right. It's my fault. No, no, no. Because don't, don't, you always, oh, you're right. My bad. It's my fault. I'm trying to, but listen, what I thought, no, 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 no. Because you are, no, I don't want to hear it's my fault. I don't want to hear. Yo! And that's just a little argument. They still refuse to understand the word. That King James version, I don't even know. But you know, every slang, like, what's a jit? Thank you, thank you, thank you. I got you. Look, look, you don't, you, this is the first time you smiled all night. I'm about to come. Oh, my God. What you doing? Sit down. <laughs> what's a jit? I had to find that out. Yo, this jit, this jit tried to, I was like, yeah, I hope you don't do it again. You can pick up slang like this, but King James is too hard to understand. No, there's something in your heart that don't really want it. Get out of my face, man. You learn how to twerk, but don't. I'm sorry. So, so they invent new ways. New ways of sinning. All right, so listen, they refuse to understand, my love. I mean, as flat as that screen, that screen, that screen. But you learn how to do what you want to do. Don't put that on the tape. I love y'all. Okay, take that off the tape. That's just for the house. You ain't got what it takes, but you still trying. Talk about okay. So, how's the word too hard for you? I ain't got what it takes. You ain't got what it takes. <laughs> Stop playing. We in church. My pastor is here. <laughs> Sit down, man. I gotta finish this. of people who suppress the truth they know. <laughs> you grow to the point of this list. <laughs> he said, you preach it. You refuse to understand. You break your promises. Heartless. Have no mercy. You ain't got no mercy for nobody. One mistake and it's over. No new friends. No, just one mistake. But you know you're good enough for like 20 mistakes. Okay. Give me another chance. No, you need another chance, but you know yourself so well, but you judge others, and they get no mercy from you. That's not good, man. That's the result of God abandoning them. This is people who suppress the truth fall into these categories. Look at your neighbor and say, don't suppress it. He said, in the day you hear my voice, harden not your heart. 
Don't get stubborn. Don't get like, man, because this is the list that follows those that do that. They know God's justice requires that people who do these things deserve to die. You know that. Yet, you do them anyway. Worse yet, they encourage others to do them too. I got to go. That's pure satanic. Satan knows he's condemned and damned to hell. He knows he's going to hell. But he's taking everybody he can with him. It's bad to know that what you do is bad. But to encourage others to do it too, it's the spirit of Satan. That's satanic. I knew this guy back in the day who had HIV. In our high, in, right out of high school. His name was Brian. He started sleeping with every girl he could. I'm sorry to say his name, but thank you, Jesus. Y'all don't know him. Y'all don't know him. He ain't streaming. You wrong, Brian. You wrong. Take that off the tape, please. Woo, that's why I need my notes. I hate preaching without my notes. I go crazy. All right, listen. He tried to sleep with every girl in the city because he knew it was over for him. People who have accepted their fate in that lifestyle try to drag you to it as if they don't have hope. So they already set their heart to never change. Man, y'all, okay. Next scripture, I'm done. Next one. Is that it? The next one? All right, I wanted the one from Sunday, not from last Wednesday, but it's cool. It talked about how he, the, the women burned in their lust against other women and men against men. And I'm not, I, I wanted to go back to that from Sunday. All right, because that does talk about homosexuality. And I know Orlando is like becoming a hub for that community if they're not already. And we very, 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 very much are sensitive. And we know where we are and we know who we're ministering to. And we're not judging anybody. Yeah, we're not judging anybody. And everybody who does these things didn't start wicked. So I'm not calling you wicked if you are in this lifestyle. I'm saying we grow. This is, this is a result of a godless existence. So greed is in the category of a godless existence. I don't want to be greedy. Because that was birthed out of the absence of God. Are y'all hearing what I'm saying? So anything on that list, we kind of probably want to stay away from. Because it's the result of God abandoning stubborn people who got to have their pleasures rather than his way. And I know some people get it, you probably molested. I know a lot of people who were molested. I know a lot of people who were raped. I know a lot of people whose uncles touched them. And then they couldn't, you grew up with all women. You grew up with all men. I get it. We're with you. We're here to help minister to you. But God told me to say, good God. Whenever someone turns to the Lord, the veil is taken away. So, there, so, so there, there is hope. But let me, let me say this. Let me tell you what God told me to tell you in my closing. said, they know that the sermon title is you already know. Right? You already know. Regardless of how you got in a lifestyle, regardless of how it happened, you, are, you already know. 
He says, now we must confess. Not tell anybody else. Confess means to agree. I'm taking my jacket off like I'm just getting started, but I'm ending. That was a big one right there. We know what the word says about every thought or lifestyle we may be living in. But do we agree? Confess, the Greek word is homo logio, right? Homo means same. Logio or logos is words or verbiage. So to confess your sins is to say the same thing God says about it. Oh, this is good. You already know, yeah, but now do you? They say McDonald's got the best burgers. I know that, but I don't. I don't agree with that, so I don't go to McDonald's. I don't participate. I don't experience McDonald's, even though I know they say they're the best because I do not agree. I never experience it. So you can know, y'all not, uh, you can know what the word says, but you'll never experience his grace, his love, his favor, if you don't. Let's take it a step further. I'm not saying to have a megaphone and go out on the corner. I used to sleep around every third Friday night. I ain't say all that. That's not confession. That's admitting. That's testifying. I did this. That, all right. That don't mean you agree that it was wrong. Some people like saying what they did. Yeah, I shot up like four. I got like six bodies under me. You, you like that you shot six people. So you know it's wrong and it adds to your street cred, but you don't agree that it's wrong. Because when you agree and confess, your life changes. Your mind changes. That's where repentance, y'all not with me tonight. It's not enough to know. Do you agree? Good God Almighty. With all that you know, externally and internally, what you heard from the word and that gut feeling, which one do you agree with? The thing that distinguishes, uh, I'm done. See, I just want to need my notes, y'all. Shut up. One theologian says, the thing that distinguishes one person from the next is intentionality. Intention. Intention is what separates me from you. Right? We can say the same thing, but I can mean something. And you can mean something. So what, what, do you, what do you agree, what do you agree, do you agree with God's view on, a, on, on, on what could be your lifestyle? Let me say it another way. Does God agree with how you live? Ty, I'm looking at a big mirror. Y'all not even here. Does God agree, not with your thoughts? See, David understood that. We're going to go into this Sunday. He said... He didn't say nothing about his mind because he knows his mind is crazy. But he said, let the words of my mouth. <laughs> and the meditation of my heart be acceptable. We ain't talking about my mind. That's crazy. 
But whatever I meditate on, whatever I always think, my go-tos, let my go-tos please you. Y'all, are, y'all not, are y'all not hearing me? Let what I land on please you. My meditation of my heart and the words. Let me let y'all go. Does God agree with how we live and the choices we make? Do you agree with this? I mean, ask God that. That's acknowledging him from a burger to a relationship. Because your neighbor may be able to eat a burger. But God is telling you, yo, chill, 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 chill. Let them kill the barbecue and you just eat the coleslaw. I'm good. I hate coleslaw, by the way. You do too? I don't like coleslaw, man. I don't understand it. Like, are you potato salad or c- crab meat? What are you? Are you like, are you like cream relish? What are you? I don't understand coleslaw. That's why I don't like it. I'm sorry. I'm back. <laughs> are you like leftover salad? Are you the salad they looked over? I'm back. What, what are you? Anyway. <laughs> In all thy ways, acknowledge him, and he shall direct thy paths. He knows the thoughts that he thinks towards you. He knows the plans that he has for your life, plans to prosper you. Man, you serve a God who has plans on prospering you. It makes sense to check in with him. He got my best interest. Does God agree with what I'm doing? Check yourself this week with that question. I'm going to do that myself. I already got a couple of no's in my head, and I'm the pastor. Keeping it real with y'all. He said, examine yourself. That's what he said to do. I don't got to call out your sin. You look like you're struggling with You know. My question is, how long are you going to know and not agree? That's, Paul, that's Saul kicking against the prison. You know. How long are you going to know and not confess? Tonight is a night of confession or alignment or agreement with what we know. Take it a step further. You celebrate the fact that you know. And you can quote scriptures. We've been man doing for a night. See, you, we know so much. But what? Do we agree? What have we confessed? What have we aligned our perspective with? We share, I love what you love. I hate what you hate. So, Father, give us a heart like yours. They're really creating a whole different religion, y'all. They're creating a new Christendom that, that, that caters to our pleasures. That makes it okay. Everybody's suppressing the truth we know. So let's create another God like we always do. From the golden calf to now, sinner-friendly churches. Just be friendly. (laughs) Sinner-friendly. We're just friendly to cater worship. You know, sinners are seeking God. So we cater our worship and we cater our events to make it more pliable for the world to be. They ain't looking for him for real. But we're changing how we honor God to cater to that. 
And they still ain't coming. You got dress down Sunday, jeans Sunday, basketball Sunday. They still ain't coming. Just give them Jesus. Just give them the word. Just give them God. God don't need no filter. He don't need no makeup. He don't need no lashes. Anybody glad you got the real deal? I got the real God. I don't need no filter. I don't need no sweet. Uh-uh, don't sugarcoat it. Give me God for real. I want to be changed for real. I want to have joy for real. I want to have peace for real. I want to be healed for real. Ah! Everybody that wants the real deal, jump to your feet and say, I want you, Jesus. I want that the I want you, Jesus. Anyway, anywhere you come, dwell in the inside, God. I receive you on the inside in the name of Jesus. Fill me with your spirit. Fill me with your Holy Ghost. Fill me with your wisdom. Fill me with your power. Everybody that already know, acknowledge him right now. Thank you, Jesus, for another chance. Thank you for not abandoning me, for not giving up on me. Thanks for listening to today's message. We pray you were blessed by God's word. If you would like to partner with us so that we can continue sharing the gospel around the world, please visit livechurchorlando.com.